It's the bachelor lifestyle. Can't I see you for a minute? It's my first impression, Rose. Prime Beck and Jay Stewart breaking down all the shows. It's the Bachelor on ABC with Chris Harrison. You grind in a limo sent home. How embarrassing. The most dramatic ever. And that's what we like. Play your cards right. You might end up on paradise. Here's the Welcome key back to the fantasy suite. We are down, we are one episode away from the finale, and shit is getting wild. People are pairing up, people are departing, there are tears, there's everything happening, and we're here to discuss it all, of course. We've soldiered through the entire season for you because that's how much we care. My name, of course, is Brian Beckner. I am joined now, as always, by the great... Jason Stewart. Jason, how are you? Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. Uh, um, so, Jason, this I, look. I'll be honest. I didn't know there was an episode. I thought. I, they, I, I thought they were just jumping right to the finale, and they're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. I, I, I'm happy to see that Jess is a hundred percent going to need to be hospitalized after yeah. this for her for her psychological situation and they're they're trying to put a happy face on it but uh, and look there's lots of people crying and i don't know and who they are or what they're crying about and then there's other people there that i've never seen before including pete who's been on literally every episode uh, so jason let us know tell us what happened this week on the on the penultimate episode love when i get the chance to use penultimate what happened this week on the penultimate episode of Bachelor in Paradise season number unknown? What happens is two dudes leave before the rose right. ceremony. One oh yeah. And that I mean that that's the shakeup. That's a uh, because you enter the episode yep um with three more guys than than gals. That's right. And nobody so wants thinking, to get embarrassed. Yeah. So you're thinking there are some free agents or some jockeying that needs That's to right. get done. And then by the end of the episode, two men willingly leave on their own. So hold now, on. Hold on. I may, I, I was, I definitely had this on in my headphones on my computer, not 45 minutes ago. I know that Blake Moynes left. Yep. Not a, oh, Tyler, Tyler, the Tyler who still had that super cool stud fake Mm -hmm. diamond, giant fake diamond stud earring in. Right. Yeah. 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 That's who left. uh, No, that's a guess. So when I say I'm going to guess, and then I say two names, then you say you're right. Or nope, that's not it. You, you are. Exactly right. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I Tyler missed the part Steve. there. I missed the part there where it was a quiz. Well, hey, yeah. um, so that's what happened this episode. And yep. then there's like, there's this one character, his name's Taylor. One of the most forgettable uh, characters who has a really bad Bachelor in Paradise experience. Is he the one with the kind of curly hair? That was um, trying. He was shooting a shot with Jess. No, no, oh. Taylor. Yeah, Taylor's a guy who arrived with Jordan. Right. That's the and, yeah. Jordan's the guy I'm thinking of. 
and no one knew who he was. No one really knows who he is, and he never got a date. He never got a date. And then... And then Jess, Jess at the rose ceremony does him so wrong. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> but it was like a, we've never seen this before. It was like, it was a kick in the balls after yeah. having just a brutal uh, edit on Bachelor in Paradise. But well, we'll, no, we'll, we'll get to it. Okay. Yeah. yeah get to it. Um, Blake Moynes, who eventually does go home. The cliffhanger from last episode where yeah. we left off on this p- podcast was, Blake, remember, former uh, Bachelorette lead Katie came on the beach and rocked Blake's world uh, because they hadn't talked for two years. And yeah, yeah. but then she left. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Katie left him. What was it called? Voice voice notes. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Voice notes. Yep. Yeah. Apple uh, jargon. Unresponded voice notes. Yeah. Um, and so Blake was, was just really, uh, he was confused last week. He, he's yep. not smart enough to handle uh, p- past relationship issues. So he's, he is what, looking like Danny Zuko, though. Yeah. No, yeah. no I, I, now that, um, now that it's been pointed out to me, I, I yeah. did notice it. Yeah. Yeah. I see it too. I see it too. He's got that ass chin. He's probably really got to get in there with the razor to get the stubble out of that ass chin, which always stresses me out for guys that have an ass chin like that. Um, oh, by the way. Yep. Justin Trudeau. Yep. Gay or just Canadian? Right. <laughs> um, both. I'd say a little bit of both. I'd say, does it have to be either or? Because... He's pretty handsome. Um, he's a real bitch, not a fan. And he's very Canadian, although his dad may or may not be Fidel Castro. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's the rumor. Um, the only reason I asked that is because as, as I was watching him speak the other day, yeah. you know, I said that he's he's a very uh, effeminate, I think the word is, um, yeah. speaker. Yeah. And yeah. then I thought back to our, the question we've asked on this show. Yeah. You think that Blake is Blake uh Moines, was it Moines on this show yeah, the, is the Lucky Moines, yep. Is isn't gay. He's just Canadian. Yeah, I but think so. I'm, and so don't. The, I thought the same about Justin Trudeau. I thought I would ask. Um That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never considered it because he seems a little gay and he seems very Canadian. So it's hard to tell, right? That is it that is a difficult road to hoe like what's which which way do you go I, I'm, I'm not sure to be honest how do you feel do you do you ever get concerned about guys with um butt chins and how they have to shave that <laughs> no yeah, i'm always uncomfortable looking at it i don't i don't yeah. like to look at it it's an eyesore it's yeah you know, I, but what is the what is the uh political term for cleft lip yeah oh the, oh that is, is cleft palate you know you had it cleft palate is the word you used to call it, it a hair lip Joaquin Phoenix has one, right? Yeah, yeah, he does. And as I'm wa- watching Napoleon, it's still distracting. It, it's something that yeah. that you can't not look at. So I, I think the yeah. kind of the butt the butt chin's the same way. Yeah. Does it kind of make him? Does it kind of give him character? Make him more handsome? Sometimes a guy will try to grow a mustache over the cleft palate like that, and then it, then there's just the spot yeah. in it. You know? 
Yeah. Just kind of like, you got to look at it. But look, I mean, look, I have a huge, I have a mole on my face. I, you know, I got big fat neck. So, oh, my eyes are very close together. Like I got all sorts of shit. So, oh, I, yeah, you know. I've got, I've got several flaws myself. Yes, um, yes, yes. Good to know. <laughs> so, uh, the cliffhanger for Blake is he realized that Katie reminded him that he fell in love once yeah, and he knows what love feels like. And his, his comment, he does, he doesn't have great bedside manner with this. Cause as, as you mentioned last week and maybe even prior to that, Jess is, she's, um, been borderline emotionally abused on this show. Yeah, yes. And, and it's not because she's been handled any more cruelly than, than a lot of subjects yeah. on this show, but she just so, is so emotionally unprepared for it. Um, oh, it just seems absolutely. to hit her. It, it hits her worse. She's 24 going on 13. She's not, she's not equipped to be put in this environment. It's, absolutely abusive what they're doing and it should be called out as far you know i don't pay attention to bachelor media obviously but this is you know this is something that should be called out where's emmanuel acho on this one <laughs> you know what uh, i'm saying yeah no it, it, and blake as he admits i think he's what eight years older than her and yeah. no i he, think he's 10 he's 34 i think he gaslights her decade he gaslights her up to the end. Uh, yeah. So Blake is, sits just down and he doesn't, he, he basically just point blank tells her um, that they are nowhere close to being in love yeah. and they're nowhere close to how the, he was with Katie much less and less time. Yeah. I think it was like two total episodes of the bachelorette and they fell in love and got engaged to be married. And he says, I've been with you a lot longer than that. And I don't feel even close to that. Um, I and mean, just what, like, is that her fault? Well, she, she seems to think that way. And he, he doesn't let her know that it isn't her right. fault. You know, yeah, as, and, and for, you know, look, she's really immature, obviously. Also, uh, not just immature. She's also very young. A twenty-four-year-old person is not is not equipped to enter in a lifetime relationship. You know, we're not back on the prairie where you you're going to die in childbirth. So you know, you better get to it. This is where we live in a time where we realize that our brains are not developed enough. So twenty-four is not old enough. Now Blake's thirty-four, and he's he's barely an, a minute more mature than this Jess, you know, he's, he's pathetic in his own way. No, he is. Um, yep. and, and, and that ass chin has to be very tough to shave. That's probably why he's, he's probably like so concerned with the next time he's got to shave that ass chin because he's really got to get in there and probably get a lot of cuts that way. Cause you got to really dig into it. I imagine I don't have that. I barely have a chin. So maybe that's, you know, he's like, I can't concentrate on a relationship with you, Jess, because most of my time is focused on my two passions, animal husbandry, three passions. Hold on. Animal husbandry, being Canadian. I wonder what his team is. I wonder if we could find that out. Because he's hot. 
No, I'm glad. Uh, interesting that you immediately went to Canadian League football when I was clearly talking about hockey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, uh, so, I, I chose by far the more popular Canadian sport. So, so there's three. So, also Stampeder's great pull. There's he's got three passions. Uh, being Canadian. Wait, hold on. Animal husbandry. Being Canadian and rooting on the Stampeders in the next Grey Cup, and then, um, of course, shaving that ass chin. So he's yeah. not. He doesn't have. He doesn't really ha- can't compartmentalize enough to have a relationship because those three things are way too big on his plate. I think you're right. Um, yep. And so, if what I just said wasn't kind of harsh enough, like he starts no. saying these things, and you're like, "Whoa, man, he's got a." He's kind of lighten up a little bit. He's got to lessen lessen the blow a little bit. He's like, he's like, you know, he had a great start, and then it just started to fester and circle. Yeah, um, just what an odd thing to say, fester and circle. Um, Jess actually in this moment does a pretty good job of like responding, and she kind of mirrors his thoughts that it it's been in a weird place, and. Then um, she basically thanks him for making her feel comfortable. Yeah. And this is yeah. what she says. She's like, I just want to let you know that you've been really good to me and you made me comfortable. So I, there's no hard feelings at all. And Blake says, yeah. <laughs> now. Yeah. Now, she that isn't code for her having her first orgasm with a man, right? Because she definitely hasn't done that. I've known this type. I've known the Jess type in my life and she's way too up in her head to have been, been provided an orgasm by um, Balaki Moines, right? That's actually, that wasn't what she was talking about. Correct. I could usually smell a euphemism and I I didn't get that. Yeah. Got it. Get Fair. I mean, she, Fair. Yeah, we're, we're working on a very shallow level. Uh, I agree. Her. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so she's crying on camera <laughs> and, you know, she's crying and you're, you're thinking she's finally going to kind of talk shit about Blake because he just yeah. was really harsh to her and he basically left her and she's crying on camera and all she does is blame herself. And she actually says, um, he was all in and I wasn't um, yeah. even though yeah. he just told her mm-hmm. and by extension, the audience, the exact opposite. Yeah. Um, he wasn't all it. In fact, he, he became pretty detached when it started to fester and circle, but she blames herself. So he did a real bang up job of gaslighting her up to the end here. Blake gives out his bro hugs all the dudes yep. leaves paradise. And then there's a scene at the SUV that is very strange. And I don't know if you are fast forwarding or if you watch this, but yep. uh, my super hot girlfriend, Christina and I got the exact same impression because it was pretty overt. Uh, Kylie, who's with what's his name? Avon. He, she, she's been latched to Avon from the get go. The uh, cheerleader, the the dancer, mm-hmm. yeah. She, she runs to the SUV, 
pleads for him to come out of the SUV and, yeah. says, and says, why would you leave me here to deal with this by myself? I don't want you to leave. I'm very sad. What can I do to make you stay? Like she's, well, so she's, she's playing wingman here where she's like, I don't want to, I don't want to have to uh, coddle. I don't want to have to um, help Jess it along in her recovery. So just stay. Cause the show's ending in a couple days. Is that what, is that what I'm to understand she meant? Cause I don't really get it. No, I, we took it as, and the way they were looking at each other too, was very flirtatious. Like she wow. was like giving him the indication of like, what can I do right now to make you stay as, as in kind of like, if you want to go back to my room, um, Anything that you want to do to me, as long as you stay, wow. uh, that, that, that's what it seemed. Now, I could be wow. taking it a little too far. Yeah, yeah. because where was Avon? Because she's, she's betrothed He was to back Avon. at the beach, man. She ran and got Blake. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. and, and he, he looked at her kind of like, you really want to go there? And then just when you think that he was going to be like contemplate staying, he's like, I got to go. And it's been great. And they hug each other. I didn't know that these two people were good friends, and that's where I think that's why it it struck us as kind of odd. We didn't know that they had this kinship and that they really were, uh, you know, friends on this island. So the way they acted in this moment was just strange. Um, yeah. So maybe was there a possible uh, spit roasting? Was she was she inviting uh, Blake to potentially have a threesome with her and Avon? AKA uh, Robert Smith. And that would have been the cure. That would have clouded, clouded, clouded or muddied, muddied the, uh, the argument gay or Canadian. That would have, that would have made it a little bit more muddy. You know? Right. Oh, you're saying, you're saying it's gay to have sex with a a girl with another guy in the room. Is that what you're you're implying? The gray area comes in. If you know, if, if Blake, reaches over and touches Avon on yeah. the shoulder, you know, or, while he's doing yeah. it. Or, yeah. Possible uh, eye, they contact make, they make eye contact situation. Yeah. Eye yeah. contact is the yes. key. Um, yes. So um, Blake's out and he says in the SUV on the way, wherever the hell they go, that this is the third time he's failed and he doesn't really know how or when he's going to ever find someone for him because, <laughs> you know, if you yeah. can't meet and fall in love and, and marry somebody on yeah. a on a game show that's rigged yeah. for you to fail, yes. then where else could you possibly meet the woman of your wife? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Where? Yeah. Um also I believe and there um they said something along because then they so Jess and so Blake bounces and so Jess and Blake are broken up. And then somebody says something like it's time for um all of us all of us got to take a um take a long hard look at ourselves right now or they they said something i'm doing it wrong i thought i should have written this down but i don't take take inventory uh, yeah i i I don't take notes out of protest and really it makes me a worse host because there was somebody said something that i thought was very funny and i didn't write it down and now i now i look like an idiot because i didn't do that but it was they basically said we we all got to take a look at our relationships now because those other people broke up, which I thought was funny. 
Yeah, and and yeah. right. Basically, we need to take inventory and and make yes. sure our house is straight. Um, Skin inventory. Yep. Yeah. So, um, Mercedes, who's a real boring cast member, um, kind of is. Yeah. She she isn't feeling it from Tyler. She's yeah. not feeling that reciprocation, and she sits him down. Yeah. And it's like, what the hell are we doing here? Because you know, women giving are giving out the roses in a couple hours. What's going on here? You don't seem to be interested in me. You don't initiate yep. contact. You're, yep. I don't. I don't feel desired by you. Yeah, she's like, she's like, you barely even, you know. She's like, you're touching my knee, and that's like the first time you've touched me. And I was like, I didn't think it was possible for me to have even less in common with Tyler. <laughs> because oh. this dude is this dude is this dude is not a man. Like, what are you doing there? You know, like she's into it, so explore you're there to explore start doing some exploring buddy well if that knee touching thing wasn't uh something that set her off him telling her that he just he's been trying to find a spark with her the whole time and hasn't found it that really uh dried up the well um she got pissed and now it turns into a you've been using me what do you mean yeah. you haven't found a spark? I, what have we been doing if there hasn't been a spark? That's gaslighting. That's 100% gaslighting. Yeah. And she gets pissed. And Tyler's like, I'm out of here. So he says goodbye to everybody. Yeah. He cool takes hearing. off. Yeah. The, you know, Paradise is just shocked that they've lost two men uh, yeah. in the last five minutes. Mercedes goes back and tells everybody what he said about no spark. And that's just unacceptable. Um, now just in case you're keeping score here or not keeping score, Jordan, Jordan, Tanner, Braden, and this forgettable guy named Taylor are all free agents. So those four, four Jordan is also forgettable. Jordan okay. and Taylor are both equally well. Taylor, slight, I would agree, slightly more forgettable, but and also I find Pete very forgettable, and he's been on every episode. Jordan's the funny car racer, you know the oh, racer. Yeah. Yep, I am. I remember. I remember him. And and this is where it gets kind of uh, dicey. So Jordan had that great date with Rachel last week. You know they were on the same season together. He got like a first impression date on her season, and they have a history. And then they had a great first date last season. They show Rachel and Jordan sitting down here. And Rachel says to him, I can't see myself giving the rose to anybody else. And Jordan has got this big smile on his face and he thinks she's so cute and blah, blah, blah. And and then two minutes later, he's like, I kind of think Mercedes is hot. Um, And she's now she's a free agent. So I'm going to see what's going on there. And he shoots a shot with Mercedes. Well, in his defense and look, Jordan is, is a Femi loser in my opinion. And he's got nothing to offer. He, he, he does the kind of car racing where you drive, where all you do is put your foot on the accelerator and hope it, the car doesn't blow up. But, Rachel did take him on a one-on-one. Yeah, and yes, he vomited. Look, it wasn't a, it wasn't a fair 
one-on-one because they went on the, uh, and we did, and we covered this last week. They went on the zero gravity plane flight and in, in which he vomited. Right. And you know, you're just not, you're just not going to look hot to a chick when you, when you are, become that vulnerable on a date. So he, but he owed her. Then she didn't, he, she didn't give him a rose. So this was payback. He's like, well, yeah, hold on. Let me check out Mercedes here because she fucked him over on her bachelorette season. She she was on her high horse back then. She was riding high. She had sixteen dudes pursuing her, and this guy, you know, he's does he's got to take his little bit of power that he has, and this is what people do. Ever tell you? Did I ever tell you about the time I last season where I um, got in a screaming match with the usher at Dodger Stadium? Oh no! You 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 had a screaming match with usher at Dodger Stadium. Not the not the singer Usher Raymond. Oh, okay, the, and the, Usher, not yeah. Usher. Okay, yeah. gotcha. I was at the game and I had uh, my seats were I was uh, in the loge, but I I was like right at the front of the loge, like the first row of the loge was my seat, and it was a it was a midweek day game, so there's hardly anybody there, right? Right. So I get I go up and I go and I sit in the shade for a while, and there's no one around. But the the shaded seat I sat in was the was not actually my section. It was just the section right next to my section. And the usher came up to me and she's like, "Hey, yeah, you gotta. Is this your seat?" And I go, "No, my seat's that much better seat up there." And she's like, "Well, yeah, well, you gotta uh, return to your seat." And I'm like, "Why?" I'm like, "There's no one here." I go, "If somebody comes and wants to sit in this seat and has a ticket for the seat, I'll happily move for them." But I don't think that's gonna happen. And she's like, yeah, well, you got to return to your seat. And I'm like, why are you doing this? You just want to ruin my day. You want to exercise the tiniest little amount of power that you have on me today. You want me to have a bad day because you're having a bad life. And that's that. This that's a metaphor for what Jordan did to Rachel. He had a tiny bit of power in that moment. And he said, hey, by the way, you fucked me over before. I'm going to go try to fuck Mercedes right now. Okay, that's that's my metaphor. I like that. Sounds like um, sounds like you're a little a little harsh on the uh, the usher. All she was doing was well, her job, you know. That's what she said. That's what she said. And that's I go, but job. you don't have to do this right now. You don't. You want to be doing this right now. You don't have to be. Yeah, it's a, it's, like, it's a subjective thing. She could have chosen to not do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, then I screamed, "Why do you care?" And my my one of my children was with me, and she was I think kind of embarrassed. And she goes, "I do care, sir." But she didn't. She just wanted. She just wanted me to have a bad time. Wow, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Now that the, through the fact that your kid was there, that that definitely changes right. the tone of the experience. Um, teaching her how to stand up for herself. Okay, she appreciated it. Um, so Jordan goes and sits with Mercedes and consoles her because she just got you know railroaded by Tyler, and they hit yeah. it off. So yes, um. This is uh, where, oh, that, so it's a rose ceremony cocktail party. And the yep. very forgettable Taylor that nobody nobody knows what season he was yep. on or where the hell he came yep. from. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's trying to secure a rose. And it's so funny. He sits down with Jess. And they're having this extremely superficial conversation about their dogs. And Tanner, six foot six Tanner. Good looking guy, tall guy. Yep. 
He's yeah. also a Nita or Rose. So yeah. he and he was he was able to hear that conversation very well. I assume. <laughs> Big he didn't have it. Yeah. He, yeah. he didn't have he didn't have any problem picking up what they were laying down. Even though he might not have been sitting that close, he's like he's he's zeroed in on their conversation somehow and came over. Um, Tanner goes up and he says, "Can I interrupt?" And yeah, Jess is like, "Sure, whatever." And Taylor. He's such, he's so pathetic. He's like, yeah. um, I mean, we were kind of having a moment, but yeah, yeah, sure. Like kind of having a moment with yeah. exchanging yeah. info about their dogs. That was their moment. Yeah. Uh, so Taylor gets, gets the, uh, the rough end of that one with, with Tanner. Tanner sits down and somehow charms Jess. Like, I don't really know you. You've, you've been with Blake. We haven't don't know each other, but I'd like to get to know you. So they start to hit it yeah. off. So Jess and Tanner looks like they're a thing now. Yeah. Um, so we, we fast forward to the rose ceremony and there's a great moment that involves Taylor. So um, the, the givens are paired off. Eliza gives her rose to Aaron B cat to John Henry, Kylie to Avon. Olivia gives her rose to Michael. Um, Sam gives her rose to Peter. Okay. Amazing. Sam and Peter are, I mean, this is, this is like when a, um, this is like when the, the Kansas city Royals are make the playoffs and you're just like, well, they don't even have any good or the, how about the Tampa Bay race? we got a $30 million payroll. Yeah. Nobody, nobody's expecting them to do anything. All of a sudden, they got the best record in baseball, and you're like, "What's going on here?" The Tampa Bay Rays are Sam and Peter's face. They're just—you don't expect them to do anything on this show, and yet there they are. They've been Peter's been there the whole season. Sam was on Bachelor in Paradise, Canada. Yeah, she's she's 44 years old. She's haggard. She's. Uh, no offense. She's she's got the vibe of a Canadian bar floozy. That I appreciate a Canadian bar floozy. So that's not even, but that's the vibe she puts out. Canadian bar, fl- bar floozy. Bar floozy. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. And guess what? She's going to be on the finale. Good for her. Okay. So uh, great moment. I don't know if we've ever seen a moment like this. This is the first. So Jess. It's Jess's turn to, to give out a rose. Now, remember, she sat down with Taylor to talk about her dogs, and then Tanner disrupted them. Um, yeah. Oh, by the way, our guy Braden also took a shot with Jess. He gave her a box of chocolates. So Braden, Taylor, oh, and yeah. Tanner are up for grabs with Jess. Braden was looking so thirsty. He's like, hey, oh. every girl here has break, broken up with me. You've been here since day one. I've been here since day one. I've never shown any interest, but I'm interested right now. Exactly. Right, right. 20 minutes before you're supposed to hand out a rose. Actually, I want to let you know I've been thinking about you the whole time. Pathetic. Exactly right. So Jess gets up, and she's, she says a – name that is between Tanner and Taylor. Yeah. It comes out like Tanner, Tanner. Yeah. yeah. And so forgettable Taylor thinks it's him. And he's, yeah. he, you know, he nods, he starts walking towards the rose yeah. <laughs> and she's like, Oh no, no, sorry. Uh, I said Tanner. 
Yeah, it was amazing because he he stepped forward and reminded me of the time I was walking up the steps at Saddleback College and it was like the first or second day of class and there was roughly 800 million people around and it was kind of wet and I um, slipped and fell and like dumped all my books and shit and was like laying up like it was that it was that level of embarrassment. But I will say this is a problem with Gen Z. Cause they're they're all tanners and tailors and tamers and tamers <laughs> and tramers and look look Gen X say what you will about us but when when I was in school there was three names Brian Jason and Mike that was that was every guy there might you might get a Chad here and there Brian Jason Mike Chad and look, look there'd be four Brians in the class but we we all go by our last initial Brian B. I know who you're talking to. I'm not, you're not going to confuse me with somebody else because there's no tanners and tamers and, and bramers and, you know, these yeah. names There's that aren't names. Taysom Hill, you know, what's, is that a name? No. Taysom. Yeah. That's a great one. Um, yeah, Taysom. So Taylor gets rejected again. Right. He has to turn his back and walk back to the post. That's Tanner great. comes up, comes up and gets the rose. Um, so, Everyone's wondering what Rachel's going to do because if you're doing the math, there's only Braden, who has already had a thing with Rachel, and they they had a little uh, mm-hmm. breakup, and then yeah. and then Taylor, who hasn't made an impression on anybody and has been laughed laughed at by everybody. Yeah, Rachel, yeah. instead of like just I'm choosing real. one of the guys and extending yep. the free trip in Mexico, there's one more episode. She does what? Um, what? Um, God dang it! What the na- what's the name of the uh, character in Pulp Fiction when he's talking to Bruce Willis? Uh, um, uh, Marcellus Wallace. Marcellus that's Wallace. Pride, that's Pride fucking with you. It's, yeah, he he mm-hmm. he. She 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 lets Pride. She lets yeah. Pride get in the yeah. way. Like it wasn't. It no longer was about. Just kind of maybe I'll meet somebody tomorrow, and may, it, it wasn't about love. It was about I'm not going to put myself through choosing one of these idiots um, yeah. on national TV. Yeah. My yes. pride's been hurt that Jordan said yes to a rose to Mercedes. My yeah. pride is fucking with me, and I'm just going to start crying and leave the show. Um, uh, just an unreal, just an unreal reaction. Yeah. She. What is she crying about? Why is she crying? I think it was pride. Yeah. I really do. When when Jordan yeah. took that rose from Mercedes, that yeah. was a rejection. And she yeah. she was a lead on The Bachelorette. You just don't get yes. rejected on this franchise, you know? Yeah. I mean, just just go just throw those just throw a rose <laughs> and and those those ample reduced breasts at Braden. He needs a rose. He's about to go home. You guys know, you guys know each other. Just hang out, you know, lay on one of those big day beds for another day. Stop crying. Have a mar- margarita. Anything Wrap can happen wells. in paradise. Anything can yeah, happen. That's, yes. That's what yes. Somebody saying. could, yeah. somebody could come down those steps. Jason, yep. that's a good point. So she just bails, um, which means Braden and Taylor they're out. The Jesse comes back and he like he quotes some bachelor uh, bylaw and says, 
the rose goes away, which means you guys are going home. Um, so now we have uh, the, the aforementioned couples for the finale next week. Now, um, I didn't look at the teaser for next week. I intentionally do not want to know what happens. I don't okay. know what I'm rooting for. I Well... It, it's so yeah. uninteresting to me, these couples. I don't even know what I'm rooting for. Well, so can I give you, like, just some, some slight spoilers? Oh, no? okay. So you did watch the... Uh, well, uh, sort of. As much as I can could. So I, there was one clip where... um, What's his name? Aaron B. Yeah. Is like, he's talking to Eliza. And he, he's like... He's like, you know what? I could see myself getting down on one knee and <laughs> proposing to you, which is a weird, like softening of, cause you could just say, Hey, I'm ready to get married. Let's get engaged. Right. But, right. but, but it's the difference between active voice and passive voice where you, where you go, I could see myself getting down. It's, you know, it's like, um, I'm falling in love with you versus I love you. Right. It's, it's, it's a bitch way of trying to get the person to think a thing that you don't really feel. Right. And then, and and you have an out because you never said, let's get married. You said, well, I was, I, what I said was I was thinking I could see myself doing that, which is, which is, like it's it's just puss behavior like i i just don't respect it at all and that's all of these people and then there's another one look somebody gets married this is all i'll say somebody gets married on the beach oh jeez and they just show like their arms and you could totally tell who it is <laughs> like it's it's very clear sam and peter gets, i wish i wish I, something tells me that Sam has knows her way around an engagement. I something tells me I wouldn't be surprised if Sam has on at least one vacation g- grabbed her Canadian passport in in a drunken stupor with some rando that she just met at, at some Calgary at the at the Stampede yeah. the, the Calgary rod- rodeo and jumped on a plane to Las Vegas and only decided not to get married once she sobered up. Like Sam see and look Sam's a party. That's fun. But I'll just say the one couple gets married oh. or they, or, or they make it look like one couple gets married. There's definitely a uh, ceremony happening and, and it's very obvious who it is. Interesting. Okay. Well, uh, that's a yeah. good team. Do, do you want me to take my guess or oh, okay. I don't I, know for sure. Yeah. What's the guess? It's it's Kylie and Avon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could see where you would say they show their arms and it's, it yeah. seems to be both of them. They, the both of them yeah. have a distinctive shade. Well, he's wearing a suit, oh, okay. so I will just say that it's just a suit jacket. So I basically I base it on her okay. arm. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's that's a good tease. Um, yeah, so she's very cappuccino. Let me ask so, you this: This is tell me totally out of um, this is unconventional. This Love isn't it. something that we do all the time. But since uh, we since we, this episode was a little shorter, uh, you think we have perfect. time for a voicemail? Do we, did somebody leave one? Yeah. You want to do a voicemail? We don't have one. <laughs> what are you talking about? Let me, let me see if I can, let me see if I can call up the voicemail here. Oh, okay. 
Jason Stewart's doing some producing. Hello, everybody. Jason. What's the uh what's the sound quality on that voicemail? Not not great, not great. Okay. But good good enough. So you you could you could you could raise the volume of that in post edit. I mean maybe, maybe. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. But the so that was a voicemail that we left you because you but I don't think this is the right show to have the discussion. You are very you are very staunchly opposed yeah. to any professional athlete having a child during the season. Yes. And that they should schedule their childbirths outside of the season, which for, for in the baseball season, pitchers and catchers report in February and the season ends in November. So that means all Major League Baseball children must be born in December or January. No, that's that's just that's a bad representation. You can you can have your children in November, December, January, February, March. What if you're in the World Series? Just not during the season that you're paid to play baseball. But what if you're in the World Series? That's in November. Okay, you're gonna miss like first week of November. That's that's ridiculous. But you're gonna miss a World Series game to have a child. There's there's a massive window for you to time your pregnancy, and people can get pregnant whenever they want to. There's ways to do it. Um, Again, I I've had this this discussion off off air sidebar with with you and uh, Reality Steve. This this was a this was just a common thing especially a baseball thing for years and years and years you just had your kids in the off season that's and that was it and if you didn't then you were letting your team down you're letting your fans down you're not what do you mean it's being a baseball player is a job so you're just what about people that have regular jobs when do they have babies regular that's the thing that's the difference between people that play baseball for a living and play in front of crowds and have yeah. a sense of duty to their ownership and yeah. and the fans. And then you and I who have regular jobs, we don't impact yeah. anything other than our families. So, of course, what we about can take a, time off. What about a first responder? What if you're in the military? What if you're a firefighter? Fucking, you got to be Same there deal. Same to, deal. And to all work those your jobs, 10 days a month. All those jobs are replaceable. In other words, yeah. there's somebody right yes. behind you to take your place if you yes. can't do it. Um, same same in baseball. He's literally on the bench. There's a, there's a liter, there's literally whole teams of guys ready to replace you in the in the, that work for the same company as you. Yeah, we just have to agree to disagree on this. Um, and you glossed over the fact just for for people that listen to just this podcast and not the borrow right. lifestyle. That yeah. was a voicemail left by. Brian Beckner and Ed Daly last night right. as they were recording live for the yes. baller lifestyle. That's right. They called me to, to call try you. to get me to answer the phone. Yes. Um, were you having dinner? Was it taco night? 
That and I just yeah, answering the phone or talking on the phone is is a little challenging at this point. But yeah, I um, understand. But yeah, no, I uh, I I wanted to see if I could bring it up on this show, and I, I'm hoping yeah. the sound quality uh, passed muster. Well, I could hear it, but I will definitely crank. I put I put the whole show through a leveling system, so hopefully yeah. that brings it up a little bit. But I'm sure no one tuned out immediately when you started that, <laughs> so it's probably fine. It's absolutely. All right, uh, Jason. Yep. Fantastic work as always, I guess. Well, I mean, yeah, we'll just come back next weekend and we'll, and we'll wrap up the whole season. Yeah, Maybe we'll, we'll have a uh, reality Steve come and put a button oh, on it. Great guy. Yeah. Cause the fucking bachelor's going to start soon. I need I to know how long of a break I get before we get to watch Joey's season. And also I'm pretty sure, um, my super hot girlfriend, Cheyenne hates my guts. So is your super we need a we need a break from the bachelor so we can get out of the For Jason Stewart, my name is Brian Becker. This has been the Bachelor Lifestyle. It's the bachelor lifestyle, we living it here. Yeah. It's the ball of lifestyle, we living it here. Yeah. It's the bachelor lifestyle, we living it here. Yeah. It's the ball of lifestyle, lifestyle. Yeah.